Welcome to Breakdown, Blake and Lance. I'm Blake. And I'm Lance. And I'm Flo. It's, Who is Flo, you ask? Yeah, we're gonna get to know Flo. <laughs> it rhymes, so it works. Yeah, so, uh, yeah, we're just gonna ask some random questions for a random person. Yeah, we uh, picked him off the street. He was just grunting and walking around. Yeah, we actually did a giveaway for our uh, subscribers, and he won. Congrats. Yeah, and he was digging through our trash. I'm their biggest fan. <laughs> uh, so Florian's actually a friend of my family friend, I guess I could say. Yeah, I wouldn't say family friend, but I wouldn't even say friend. Kind of more of like sub acquaintance. So a guy. Uh, yeah, just a guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, we, he, he went to high, we went to the same high school, so we've known each other for a bit, and then Florian and Blake became friends. Yeah, we're best buds, and his mom thought we looked like twins. True. So we had to become friends. The, yeah, if you have a doppelganger, ganger, you should be friends. They with say you. don't touch your doppelganger, but Florian and I have definitely touched. So, yeah, we're just going to ask a bunch of random questions to Florian. And you'll see, he'll probably have some interesting answers to this. Just start it off. How would you describe yourself in five words, Florian? I just want to put in the disclaimer that I, was, I have no idea what these questions are in advance. In five words? Five words. How? Not four, not six, five. He's counting on his fingers. He's still counting on his fingers. What about what about this? The only guy that exists. The only guy that exists. The, wait, the only guy that. Okay, that's five. We're good. There you go. Why, what does that mean? Yeah. What does that mean exactly? <laughs> well, that sort of. I mean, that ties back to. Uh, I mean, it's not like so. There's like a full blown philosophy that is believing that you're the only thing in the universe. I don't know what it's called, but there's something like that. I'm not like super hard into that. But you have to, you have to start from the point of of thinking that, like that, w- who you are, uh, is is more like. I don't. So do you think I you're better than me? This. Is the question. No, I think I, I think I definitely <laughs> so exist, and I'm less sure that you exist. Right? You go to, as you go mm, further okay. away, I, you, you become less sure that. about. Yeah, I explained it better before, I think. Yeah, it's actually a uh, thing that makes a lot Solipsism. Of sense. It's called solipsism. Is the, oh. uh, <laughs> so you're for sure that you exist and not sure that everyone, everything become, else exists. I become progressively less sure the further things get away from me. Like, yeah. I'm less sure that you exist, and I'm even less sure that Greenland exists, you know? True. Or, true. So you've never seen it. <laughs> exactly. Has so, anyone uh, been to Greenland? I, Name one person who's been to Greenland. <laughs> I don't know. Exactly. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. He's yeah. onto something. I honestly did not think the first question would get this deep. Yeah. This <laughs> is great. You know, I think I should say the next deep question. Okay. What is your favorite pizza topping? Ooh. ooh that's, that's a pretty deep one. question. This one goes back all the way. Um, so I think, I mean, this is sort of a stereotypical answer. Um, but for me, pizza is very salty. It's got a lot of salt going on with it. It's got a lot of bread. It's got some umami going on in there. But what pizza doesn't have is it doesn't have something sweet. Um, and I like <laughs> I like things that are sweet to be incorporated into the pizza thing. And there's not a lot of options for that. So I'm going to say pineapple. <laughs> because there isn't really another good sweet pizza topping. Uh, the only other you can do like a little bit of barbecue sauce. Yeah. You can do like caramelized onions, but it's not quite the same. I don't like barbecue on my pizza. 
I, I love found barbecue. Out. Have you That's had probably it, my favorite. Have you had it with not like all barbecue, but just like some? a drizzle? Yeah, just a drizzle. I've had a drizzle. That's you can, a yeah, you can get a normal place. pizza with drizzles yeah. on it. You can, that's one of the things you can customize on it. It's, you need the tomato. I don't think I've ever tried the drizzle. No. Yeah. yeah. I uh, I appreciate your <laughs> sweet. Just pizza. saying, you're gonna get a lot of fan hate oh, because yeah. they're all. Sure. I can I can hear them typing. Well, it's like the most controversial. I, like it thing, is. I feel like right because everybody has a, a very strong opinion one way or the other on it. Uh, our, our our last mm-hmm. guest who talked about movies was very against pineapple pizza. Oh, did you ask him what his least favorite topic was, and he said pineapple? Uh, <laughs> uh, I actually just know that because okay. he's my brother. Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he's kind of stupid. So uh, oh, he's not listening right now. He never listens. Besides his own episode. True. Um, so this one I thought might be kind of interesting. You're an interesting guy. So, you know. Uh, describe your morning routine. When you wake up, what do you do for him? Okay. So, I mean, obviously this is an ever-changing thing. But right now, so I wake up in the master shed room. <laughs> okay, well, the ma- explain the master shed room. So the master shed room is a, it's basically a maybe a hundred year old log cabin that has been serving as a pump house and some sort of well thing and uh, then a shed for like the last hundred years. Um, and this summer I've been sort of remodeling it into a accessory dwelling unit um, for my dad's cabin up in East Towns. Um, okay. So, yeah, so... so you wake up in that? It's got... Okay. Um, yeah, so I wake up in the master shed. Uh, the birds are chirping. The light is coming through the window. It's relatively early, uh, just because the light How is coming early? through... The, well, the, well, the light comes through the window and it wakes you up. So, like, oh. 7.30 to 8, I would say, is the normal range. Um, mm-hmm. And then I get out of bed. The bed makes kind of this sort of Velcro noise when you get up out of it because my mattress is too thin for the bed. It's like my dad's bed, but then it's my mattress, so it's too thin. Anyway, I like a thin mattress. Um, and then, so at the end of the bed, I've got I've got these two bins of laundry, but the problem is they're too big to fit all my laundry, so I have to search through them. So I take the one, they're both clean, but they're too big to fit all, it's a bed system. So then I take the one that has a ton of laundry in it, and then I sort of dump it on my bed. And then I sort of look through that aimlessly for, like, you know, like some underwear and a shirt or something like that, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then I head in to the main house where the shower is. Um, and then, you know, I don't know, I take a shower. I have this, um, what is it, Men- pineapple menthol soap. It's really... Do you eat that too? I don't eat it. I just... Put it on my body. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah. Is I, it eating kind of putting it on your well, body? Well, if you put that on pizza, would it be good? Body. Oh, Pineapple sorry. menthol soap. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, you, you know what menthol is, right? No. Oh, this is a good experience for you. We're going to have to, we're gonna have to demonstrate something to you. But, so menthol is basically like, it's like, you know, icy hot? Yeah. It's like what's in icy hot. It has this like really like cold burn to it. Huh. Uh, and it's really fun on yeah. your balls. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, really funny so i yeah so i i take a shower um and then 
Um, I don't use shampoo because my hair gets too greasy if I use shampoo. It's a secret. It's a secret. You know, if you wash the grease out of your hair, then it gets greasier. Uh, this is it's good true. You're only supposed to like shampoo like yeah. once a week. I recently, yeah. because I talked to your friend Ryan. I've oh, been, really? Uh, I've only been doing, I do one day of shampooing and two days of not shampooing. Nice. Yeah, you're doing just, that for about two weeks. <laughs> I'm trying to progress to make it. I want to get to a point where I only shampoo once a week. Yeah, it's a it's a wonderful life. But um, okay. So then I get out of the shower, um, and then I um, and then I brush my teeth, and while I brush my teeth, um, I've taken to I've taken to doing body weight squats because it's like kind of it's like something you can do that like distracts you from brushing your teeth. Because uh, it's really mm-hmm. boring to just sit there and brush your teeth for two stupid minutes. Um, yeah, those two stupid minutes. They take so long. It's like you just sit there with an electric toothbrush. Like a regular toothbrush, you have like the mechanical action of like going, you know, you're like doing something. But with an electric toothbrush, it's like you're just letting the machine like control your mouth. It's too boring. I can't, I I can't handle that. it. Yeah. I don't have um, one, so. <laughs> can't um, relate. I have an electric toothbrush because... Um, because my mom told so me that if I squats? got an electric, yes, yeah, so I can do squats. <laughs> no, my mom told me that if I got an electric toothbrush, I didn't have to go to the dentist. Uh, and l- like five years ago, and I took her to heart. Have you been to the uh, dentist the past five years? Maybe once. I don't know. I've been two years. It's fine. They're they're yeah. all they're all quacks. You know, they're just trying to steal your money. Yeah. Uh, it, <laughs> <I'm>, <laughs> only dentists watch our podcast. Bro. <laughs> it's a dentist-only podcast. Okay, and then I guess um, at least what food do you eat in the morning? Food? I don't eat any food in the morning. It makes me feel sick. I feel like if I eat food in the morning, I can only eat food like once I've done something. Like once I've completed a task, then I'm ready to think about it. You only get to eat thing. when you complete I your feel tasks. Bad. I can't wake up and just eat. I need to like either like do nothing for an hour or yeah, go do something, and then I can be ready. To eat. I mean, I force yeah. myself to eat breakfast now. Well, it's not. I guess you're trying to gain weight. Yeah, I'm trying to get fat. Yeah. With a PH. Oh, yeah. Ooh. <laughs> okay. I'd say that's a pretty good routine. That was, that was a roller coaster. Yeah. It was. It was not what I expected, <laughs> but it was so disorganized but planned at the same time. <laughs> I was trying to include fun details. Uh, All right. For your fun nights, oh, do you have any hangover cures or foods? For the next day, hangover yeah. cures or like, like you could be, be the guy to be like, all right, I, I have a pretty bad hangover. I need to make this, or I need to eat this. I don't think this is the area I have particular expertise in. I think the secret is just stop drinking one drink earlier than you think you should, and drink a lot of water the night of, and then Good I don't advice. know. I, I feel like I take an ibuprofen if I feel like I'm going to be like sort of feeling sick all day. Do you usually get hangovers? Uh-huh. Yeah, but it depends on the type of thing that I was experiencing, you know? Like, yeah. if you're, like, going super hard, and then, especially when you go to bed drunk, that's the, like, if you've, like, given yourself a little time to mellow it out a little bit when you go to bed, then normally it's not that bad. But True. if you go to bed and you're, like, still super drunk, then yeah. you know it's not going to be Yeah, you're going to wake up yeah. If, I, if, yeah. I, if I'm <laughs> slamming one right, just because I'm, like, I have a little bit left in my drink, I got to yeah. finish it before I go to bed, and I drink always that, bad. then I go to bed, yeah, yeah. I always So you're saying that. don't go up to bed and bring a Corona with you? I, I rarely do. Uh, okay, it, just, just, <laughs> just if any, any of our viewers do that, you know, yeah, yeah, maybe you shouldn't do that. Um, well, you know, bread's a good one, so, for hangovers. Oh, I don't, well, the thing is, I don't eat in the morning, so it kind of doesn't work as well. It is actually better, I feel like, to eat in the morning, though. Yeah. Uh, but the problem is, normally, you don't feel like making food in the morning, because it's, I don't know, 
That's where you grab some bread and eat the bread. Just eat raw bread. Yeah, that's what I do. Soaks it up. Like, if someone gave me breakfast in bed when I was hungover, I'd be like, I love you. Yeah. But I never want to get out of bed and make breakfast, because that sounds like such hard work when I'm hungover. Yeah, it's easier to just be miserable. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Sit there and I'm like, oh, I'll just wait four hours in bed doing nothing if I have that amount of time. Okay. Very good. Um, This is a kind of broad question. You know, Florian, you probably have times you get sad. (laughs) That's not a question. Was that the question? No, no, no. You have times you're never sad. (laughs) Um, So if you're sad, what's something that always makes you feel better, Florian? Could be like movies, food, games. Give a go-to, feel-good thing. So I don't... I think I'm somewhat unique in that I very rarely feel sad. I feel like when I'm sad, it's because I've explicitly chosen to think about something sad. Uh, like, I occasionally go through the, like, mental process of being, like, like start to think about... Because I have um, my relatives I'm closest to. I've got my mom and my dad, and then I've got my grandmas, which are both of their moms, and those are kind of my sort of closest relatives. Uh, and I start, and I've never really had someone I was really close to die. So that I, sometimes I don't know why I do this, but sometimes I'll go through the process and be like, "Yeah, they're going to be dead at some point," and that's kind of sad. Yeah, that is sad. Um, I've, I've also and, done. And, I've definitely. <laughs> and I have to think, you know, like, what are you going to do when they're dead? You know, I feel like it's going to be, like, maybe it's not going to affect your day to day life a whole bunch, but it's going to be everything's going to be a little bit different now that that person isn't like around to talk to you or whatever. You know. Uh, but so it was the question. Are there things you do that you're sad, or how you get unsaid? How do you get unsaid? Yeah, yeah, how you get, okay, okay. So, um, I mean, a good way to get unsaid is um, if you're if you're driving, you can roll down the windows and then play um, you play like a cascada song or a bass hunter song, some nice techno. Oh, I, I, the, I know that. The, really, just really crank it and then sing along and then drive really fast. That's a good thing. Works well drunk. Yeah, I feel that. Well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can't even see the the, the road signs in front of me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right, Florian. Do you like pudding? Who came up with these fucking questions? Do you like putting these nuts in your mouth? Oh god damn it! <laughs> oh, god. No, you look like a fool. <laughs> so we have a running joke uh, with Florian. Should didn't get that one. That's so loud. But yeah, we have a running joke with Florian. Uh, we were trying to get him with a bunch of D's nuts jokes, and we we probably tried like thirty plus different like variations of it. And at some point, he was getting kind of astute to it. You know? Yeah. So we gave him a little bit of like a two week break, and then we we're like, oh, on the podcast, we're gonna hit him with it. He'll it's never been, see it coming. It's been long enough. It actually, I think that legitimately worked because I would. I, th- I thought it was like two questions ago was sort of a stupid question, and then I felt like this one was also. <laughs> so it actually fit with the previous stupid question. Was that intentional? Yeah, was yeah, it? Yeah, oh my yeah, god! Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we thought this through. This whole episode is only planned for that one joke. Yeah, we oh, really, yeah. we stopped the recording. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the yeah. questions are relevant. The, the, the whole you probably was... got me with that one before, didn't you? No, we've never said the pudding. That's one. an innovative, like Maybe. a new one. Yeah, I was googling. That's why I sent you the. Uh, I sent him a poem about these nuts, and. That's my Okay. <laughs> All right, so, uh, Warren, explain some of your life choices. How did you decide to go to real estate? Wait, so, what were you before real estate? Yeah, explain a little bit of your story after college. Okay, so so I, I went into college 
interested in robotics. My sort of original intent was I would get a computer engineering degree and then I would do robotics because I had a friend that did a lot of cool robot stuff and I was like, he's really cool. He does cool robot stuff. I want to do cool robot stuff. Yeah. Um, and then, um, so, so I went to school and I was immediately hit with the onslaught of how incredibly boring and terrible all of my electrical engineering courses were. I should have actually explained this. So computer engineering at, at my school was basically electrical engineering plus computer science. Um, Which are so, both pretty dry. Well, but I loved the computer science. That was the thing, is that I hated the electrical engineering and I loved the computer science. Um, so I quickly, like all my electives I took were all computer science stuff. But I did stupid AI and you know, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. And then, um, so then I graduated and my intent was to go be a computer programmer at startups or something because uh, big companies are too big and I hate them. Um, so then, so I, I got a job at a startup in Ann Arbor um, that made a product uh, that they don't make anymore. Well, what, they, wait, it, what was the product? It was basically, it was like a LinkedIn alternative. Oh, okay. Uh, I feel like everybody agrees that LinkedIn sucks. Yeah, uh, yeah. And the product we made was legitimately better. But the valuable lesson that you learn there is that, like, it's not better than if if it's not better without having like the people who use it, then it's not actually yeah, better. Yeah, it's the right? same with like uh, like Tinder may be the worst dating app out there. Yeah, and there may be better ones, but the other ones don't work if there's not enough people on them. It's yeah, so then everybody just uses Tinder, right. and then it spreads more with more. Kind of like Twitch and yeah. uh, any other streaming platform. Yeah, first to market, I think, is the term. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, so that company went under, um, and then I sort of, uh, you know, I, I considered my life options for a little bit. I decided that I wanted to try to move somewhere kind of interesting. Um, I, I applied to a bunch of jobs in random weird places. I ended up getting a job in a sort of boring place, for a, at least for a computer science person. Uh, I ended up going to, um, what do you call it, not San Francisco, but the other place that I actually went to. Silicon Silicon Valley, which is basically Silicon. If you haven't been there, the way it works is San Francisco is like the city on the island, and then there's like this peninsula, and that's Silicon Valley. And the peninsula, you kind of as you get closer to San Francisco, it becomes more and more ritzy kind of thing. And as you get further away, it becomes. I mean, it's still incredibly ritzy because it's California, but it's like everything's expensive, but the people are poor kind of thing. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But so I, I, I decided to take this job because um, the product we were making was a pet robot. And just kind of cool. it's hard to say no to a job with a pet robot. You know, you can't, you can't go down and tell your kids that like you could have made a pet robot, but you instead chose to not make a pet robot. That's very nice. That's what I thought the first one was going to be about. So wait, the pet robot, did that not work out? Uh, no, it turns out that the pet robot was stupid. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it was kind of like a. It, it looked kind of like a little snowman, with like a mm. cat head, and it could like turn its head around and like look at you and like emote and make little ee- noises. Oh, I think um, I've seen things like that. Yeah. Yeah, that doesn't um, sound very interesting, but it would have been good if it was like. Good. If it was good, <laughs> like like either it could have been good or it could have been cheap, and it was neither. It was eight hundred dollars. Oh. So the, our target market was rich people who also didn't like good products, <laughs> which was sort of a challenging one. Um, did, that, did that company go under? No, I think they're still in business, actually. Huh. I occasionally go and look on their uh, on their page or whatever. They still seem to be around. But, so you just left? Uh, 
Yeah, at some point, well, at some point I just left. I actually still was working for them when I left. I strategically, oh, yeah. this was this is in the middle of coronavirus, um, and I was paying 1100 bucks a month to rent, like, some, like, bedroom in a, like, sort of condo complex. So too um, much money for where you're living. It was, yeah, it was like one bedroom in a condo complex that for 1100 bucks a month, it was way too expensive. Um, and especially not if you're able, if you're not able to go outside, then it was really yeah. not worth it. Um, so I basically just road tripped the whole U.S. in a weekend um, and then came back here uh, and then sort of continued doing my job remotely for a little while. Um, and eventually that sort of petered out. Um, but then, this is the big thing here. After, after that job sort of fizzled away, um, I had to make a decision, which is whether I should go back into the sort of painful searching process of trying to find a, a full-time software engineering job um, or whether I should be something else. Because, it, like, I had done this quite a bit. I'm not very good at looking for jobs. Uh, I tend to process. apply to a lot of different jobs and then just sort of, I don't know, I feel like I, I might not interview well or something like that. I feel like I'm good at doing jobs, but it, there's something about, there's something I, I, I miss as far as part of the interview process. Hmm. Um, I don't know, I have a hard time lying about how much I'm excited about the company. Uh, <laughs> yeah, a good example. Honestly, that could that could be it. Well, they always ask you like, why do you want to work at our company specifically? And I, I the best answer I can give them is that their product sounds interesting or something like that. Which a lot of the times they, they are making it interesting. That's probably better than what other people say. Well, yeah. well, actually, no, that's better than what other people are thinking. They say something better. <laughs> yeah, but they'd probably say something like, "This is my dream job. I love this company. I've always wanted to work." Yeah, this but company. they're more about the money. <laughs> yeah. uh, but. Um, so th anyway, I decided not to do that again because I was annoyed with it. So I decided to start my start down my new path of trying to do many things uh, for less time rather than doing one thing for a lot of time. Because that was kind of the problem I was having with the whole the forty hour a week like desk job was that it's a lot of time spent doing one thing, um, and I found that my enjoyment for it was just fading. And it feels like this is the sort of revelation that normally people have, you know, like when they're like 40 or something like that. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And since I'm so cool, you know, I was able to have this revelation when I was in mere two years or two and a half years into the working force. So, uh, you know, I'm really ahead of the curve. That's so cool. Uh, I wish I was yeah. as cool as you. Everybody's always really impressed with how cool I am. You should have um, your own podcast, man. I was, you know, I was thinking about it. I was going to call it Breakdown with Flo and... Uh, someone else. <laughs> <laughs> Great uh, name. I, I recommend. Yeah. Uh, but, so, so anyway, I decided I want to do a lot of things and then I started, I've started accumulating these things um, and so right now I am a uh, aspiring part-time software developer but also um, I am a realtor and I'm a mini golf course manager. Uh, which is very prestigious. So, uh, and so you do all three of those kind of simultaneously. Simultaneously. Well, I'm also a master shed room remodeler uh, okay. and a mechanic for my car that is constantly slightly broken. His car does have pink pink rims, which is pretty. Cool. Don't tell people how to turn on your car, or anyone can break into it. So. And light switch ignition. All right. Well, but if, you, well, do, if right. you do the switches in the wrong order, so, then the car explodes like in Mad Max. It's literally a light switch. When he, say, <laughs> yeah. when he says light switch, it doesn't it's, just it's, mean it's light. It's a flicker. No, no, no. There's it's, two light switches. 
<laughs> it's, it's quite the contraption. I was it's very cool. impressed. But, uh, back to what you were just saying, this will lead well to the next question. Though, yeah. Like, do you feel a sense of power running a golf course? <laughs> <laughs> um, a sense of power. Yeah. Like when you see those little, your minions playing on your course. Not even your minions, like people that you're like forcing around to make them fall, like your workers. I don't know. I feel like it's not, I feel like I don't have enough people to have it be, it, it mostly just feels like a bunch of people who I'm trying to work with that have their own particular idiosyncrasies and like challenges that you have to deal with them or whatever. Like, you know, mm-hmm. somebody doesn't like to clean the bathroom and somebody's afraid of the mower and somebody randomly quits for no reason. Look at you, Jason. Uh, Jason, don't yeah. <laughs> out. No. Uh, but, um, so yeah, I don't know. I don't think it's really, it's not really a, a power thing. So the power has not gone to your head yet. It's, yeah, I'm workers. working on it. Yeah. yeah okay. Once you get more workers, then you can start, like, you know. I think if I was, like, if I had many mini golf courses and I could just, mm-hmm. like, waltz into the mini golf courses all over the world. Yeah, and, like, and they'd, like, bow down to you. Yeah, like, yeah. Oh, it's the mini golf yeah. <laughs> The mini golf guy. <laughs> yeah, that would change things. Uh, <laughs> so are you going to look to uh, own some more mini golf courses in your future? Is well, that. This kind of, I, this is mostly, so my dad is the guy who likes to sort of purchase mini golf courses and do <laughs> other sort of related similar kinds of things. Um, and at, at some points lately before we did this, I made a conscious decision to try to do more projects with him because he's always had the ideas and I feel like he yeah. is stuck at his job that he's, he's doing a lot. You know, he has sort of a very boring businessy kind of job. Um, and I think he, it was, I think it would be good for him and good for me to try to do more sort of do it your own kind of thing. So he doesn't um, get to like actually actualize some of these plans that he has. Yeah. Kind of... And I can be the boots on the ground, I think for some, cause he's always very busy. So it, it, it's helpful to have someone actually go and do the thing. Um, mm-hmm. so that's kind of the idea. He was talking about, he's talking about building a mini golf course down here next to Ann Arbor. He so, should cause the, and, the one here is really pretty bad that's it's what you're saying bad. yeah the one in ipsy the like uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's really yeah, hard. Right. it's like 30 years old it's falling apart it's <laughs> it's five bucks but like, five mini golf courses all right here we are 50 years old but so it's <laughs> a mini golf course it is but also like a little mini zoo mm. like 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 farm animals instead of going through like the fake hippo on the course you go through a real like i'll bring in the llamas oh. and like horses you like play golf around that's the final hole if you make it in the hippo's mouth and then as they're walking out, hole is you have to the hippo has to poop the ball into the hole. Yeah, <laughs> as you're working out, you hand like a like a flyer saying you're like a realtor, and that's just like a wombo combo. Oh yeah, it's I not, think everybody would be super into buying a house from the guy who owns the mini golf zoo. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> True. I think we're onto something. I'll write this down. Okay. True. Yeah, write it down. Idea. Wait, we need to cut this part out so no one steals our idea. True. Okay. Yeah. Let's when we come back in. Let's all make a silly noise. Like right now? Yeah. we're already back in? No, we're not back in yet. We're going to make a silly noise when we come back in. Oh, okay. All right. Ready? <laughs> what? Oh. Zoo we Zoo. <laughs> Did. All right. And, and we're, we're back. back in. <laughs> uh, okay. We better cut that now. <laughs> got a few more questions. We're looking at a decent time. Florian, do like s'mores. There's a follow-up. S'mores. No. Dick in your mouth? <laughs> no. Okay. Uh, you, you like s'mores. You know, you know, like you're a fire. Uh, not really. I would say s'mores are... 
Sorry. Not really. Okay. <laughs> if you were to have a s'more, uh, would you burn the marshmallow, like torch it on fire, or would you slow roast it in golden brown? Is this a real question? I, I, like, there, there's I, actually been a big debate recently <laughs> with a lot of people we know. There's like the people that burn the marshmallow or people that make it golden. Okay. And people are very like particular. They like they're weird the highway. There's not many in betweens. Okay, so I will. I'll answer thoughts. the question legitimately. Okay. So, um, so I don't. I'm not a huge fan of s'mores, but I will have one if people are having. You might as well. I'm um, the same. Yeah. Um, and my technique is I'm definitely a burner. Uh, because the the amount of effort it takes to make this stupid marshmallow the perfect amount of goldness you, you it just it me. takes so much patience. Maybe that's why you yeah, you, yeah, you like just that. take the stupid marshmallow, put it in the fire, catch it on fire, blow it out, you're done. That's yeah, just no, you're done. It takes it, three seconds. It's part of the joy. Oh, you bring shame to this podcast, Mario. <laughs> I like to I like to nurture my marshmallow i like to treat it right you know yeah. slowly he give takes it, it on a date before he even starts i give it, it a few kisses you know before i put it into the the, the kiln if you will uh, see um, i don't like s'mores i will literally golden brown the marshmallow and eat that honestly yeah at like or blake will just like do it for other people he just like yeah likes cooking. you know it, that's probably a joy of just like rotating it and then I mean, I also like burning things. I'll put sticks in the fire, just like pull it out on fire. You know, that's fun. I mean, there is a there's a certain joy to slowly and carefully creating something with your hands. I guess like this is kind of a weird interpretation of that <laughs> because it's a fucking marshmallow. But like the idea, like like making your own bread or making your own furniture or something yeah. like that. And I sure. definitely are, I'm into that kind of thing. I just have never. Making your own marshmallow is sort of a watered-down version of something. Oh, you gotta make your marshmallow <laughs> yeah. from scratch. Being like a house fixer-upper, how do you know, like, fixing up marshmallows? It's very <laughs> weird to me. Yeah. I mean, I think that's all we need from that question. Yeah. I agree. So here's a good question. Okay. Do you believe in coincidence? Do I, guess, I believe like, in coincidence? Or, like, I guess, is there, do we consider luck in here as well? Luck, yeah, fate, think, coincidence, all yeah. of those? Yeah, what's, what's your thoughts on that? So, I mean, there's a good... Do you guys know about, um, I don't actually know what you call this, but the idea of having, you have a crystal that's dangling by a string, yeah. and then you ask it questions? Yeah, and if it goes forward, it's yes or no. If it like, yeah, makes yeah. a circle, it's no, or something. It's, so, yeah. it, there's, there's very similar to when I've gone ghost hunting, and there's very similar things. <laughs> yeah. You ask yes. the ghost question. Yeah. It's actually, yeah, that's a, it's a very, it's a similar thing. But, so this is sort of my example. Um, I think that the way that crystal works... Um, where you basically you just ask it, you ask it um, a yes or no question, and then you expect it to have a different behavior based on yes or no. It'll go like in a line or mm -hmm. in a circle. Um, and I think that um, the way that that works, I, I believe, is that you don't think that you're changing it, but you're actually holding the top of the string. And I think that you are subconsciously affecting the, the rotational quality of the crystal. I agree. Um, I would agree, because it's yeah. pretty much impossible to keep your hand like perfectly still when you're holding it out exactly uh it might yeah. look still but like it's still slight it, it, it's funny on those things today so Bree at college school they did i don't know some friend did something of sorts but she's the one doing it to someone else trying she's trying to she's telling you how many kids you'll have mm -hmm. and what uh the, what sex will be okay and she guessed two people she guessed one person she guessed that she had only two girls and then nothing else after and the girl did have two girls and then the next person she said a boy girl and then boy and that was true too 
except for the third one, but she's just getting married, so maybe there is another one. But she got it right for two people, and she's the one that's actually doing it. Mm. So is that just coincidence, or is she a wizard? I, well, she got the one, I guess, technically, it could be predicting the future. Yeah, I was going to say, okay, so it's actually, it's not predicting the amount of kids you're going to have in the future, it's predicting it's the, the amount of kids. It's the amount of kids you have in your okay. life. Okay. Um, I don't know if she's a wizard. Yeah, maybe uh, she's a I would say that's a she's weird, not a it, wizard. It's just a weird she's, thing like that. It's probably yeah. I mean, there's probably some element to like you might be able to tell what kind of there's some cold reading or something. I'm not sure. But the, returning to my thing here, <laughs> so the crystals. The a point of the crystals was, um, I think that that's how fate works. Is the same way the crystals work. Um, Dude, he didn't silence his phone. Ah. It's like he doesn't even have a podcast or something. True. Uh, but, but so, basically, so, um, I think that this, in the same way that your hand influences the motion of the crystal as you ask it the question, I think that your actions subconsciously manipulate your fate. Um, not in, like, a super, like, woo-woo way. Uh, like, it, like, not like you just write down what you want on a piece of paper and then you automatically get it or something like that, but in more of a subtle kind of, like, you know, if you start thinking about how much you'd like to go to the zoo or something, you might go to the zoo. <laughs> you know, like, that's... I mean, <laughs> it's hard to give an example. Yeah. Like, uh, I don't know. Uh, like, you put something out into, like, the universe, your thoughts, all that shit on jazz, you're more likely to, like, be in situations that will be... to, like... You're more likely to do yeah. those kind of things. Something like that? I don't think it's about the universe, though. That's the, the big cool. thing there. I think it's that you're putting it out into your brain. And okay, you're, yeah. you're subconsciously affecting your own behavior in order to put yourself in position. It's kind of my, like if you yeah. if you think you see like oh my god I saw the same sign five times. <laughs> it's because you're probably thinking about that before and then you just like when you saw that it registered in your brain. Like I could pass a million signs in the highway, mm-hmm. and ninety percent of them I won't remember. So they just meant, meant nothing to me. Have you guys seen the movie Twenty Three? No. Well, it's where the guy like he he like. He sees 23 everywhere, and it's just, like, everywhere he looks, everything, it's, like, no matter what, every, like, all the days of Titanic, like, the day that crashed, the day, like, 9-11 happened, it's, like, everything can somehow be connected to the number 23. Mm-hmm. It's just, if you'd seen it, it'd be more of a reference <laughs> to that, but, but it's kind of, like, if you, if you, when people, like, oh, whenever I look at the clock, it always says it's 323 or 423, you always see the number 23, and the guy goes insane because of the word 23, because he sees it everywhere. I know what you're going for, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It's this same kind. Of yeah, yeah, yeah. He's thinking about it, and therefore he's easy to Yeah, yeah. Like he probably does some like stupid shit where it's like, oh, the digits if you add them together, they yeah, equal yeah, exactly. And if you look at the digits of everything and add them together and multiply them and then divide them, you could make everything equal almost any number constantly all the time if you wanted to do that. But sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, but but that's good though because what that tells you, what it tells you something about your own head though, kind of like the crystal. The crystal tells you like if you ask it like. Um, you know, if you like fish or something, the crystal will tell you. It'll tell you what's in your head, possibly in a way that is better than you could answer yourself. And therefore, I feel like if you see signs of something in the real world, that maybe the reason you're thinking about them as signs reflects something in your head. Uh, I see that. So That's a good point. I wouldn't say it's always 100% accurate, of course. Definitely. But, uh, yeah, I'd say a lot of times, yeah. Subconsciously, you don't think about fish, and if you like them. So if you're, you're always worried about like sharks in your head, and then you 
you're not more likely to see a shark in the ocean when you go swimming kind of thing in the ocean. No, I think you are. Yeah, you are if more you're, If you're sitting there in your head being like, I hope I don't see a shark, I hope I don't see a shark. Yeah. You might, you're much more likely to see a shark than someone who doesn't give a fuck about sharks. And okay. Like, that's, you know what I mean? There's probably sharks all over the place. So that's how my mom like, is. And she's uh, like, as long as I believe I won't see a shark, I'm not going to see a shark. But then I'm like, if you are thinking like, I'm not going to see a shark, I'm not going to see a shark. I feel like you still have, are could see a shark. No, you're thinking about sharks. That's the yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's not whether you don't want to see it or not. The fact that you're thinking about it, you're more likely to see it. I think I would yeah. only see a shark if it like came up directly in front of me and it was like, "Hey, I'm a shark." You know, like Except that would be, that would what would like, take hey, it for me to see a up, shark. Man? I'm a shark. Yeah, they have like a sign like sticking out of his fin. Shark here. <laughs> I mean, that's kind. Of, so, do you think things are always happen how they're supposed to, or like? True. That's a good question. Like kind of, Does everything happen for a reason? Yeah. Does everything happen? Well, that's kind of that's kind of a slightly different question, but mm-hmm. it's kind of same thought process. Like, you think the things you have, the things you do, affect? How do I phrase this? How do they? Do your affect? actions have consequences? Uh, no, not exactly. How do I phrase this? Um, I want him to answer my question too at some point. You just go with very your similar question. Okay. Yeah, the very similar one. Does that? Does everything happen for a reason? So I would say, like, generally, I believe that. I'm like, you know, bad things happen, but they, like, kind of make you stronger. I feel like that's a horrible question. No, does everything... Yeah, well, it's, like, it's it's almost a good question, but it's not... The problem is the actual, like, the literal answer is is just no, right? Like, does everything happen? Well, it's not generally. I mean, if you look at it from, like, a literal... sense... Yeah, in a broad sense, no. No, like, I mean, unless unless you believe in a benevolent creator or something, which I don't explicitly disbelieve in, but, like, you can't really know if things happen for a reason because you're not on that space, Mm -hmm. you know? You can't even perceive what's going on. I mean, I guess more... um, When I I think of that, I'm like... Because I think it's true. I think everything does have a reason, but it's more of... Stuff is going to happen. Nothing you can do about it. It's kind of like connected with that. Like, but what does that make the reason then? The uh, well, I, I don't know. Just to better you in some sort of way, or just get you through it. Like you're having a hard time in the whole thing. If it's a bad so, thing, so they you get think over things it. in your life. You're yes. saying things in, in your, your life, life in happen your life. to you for a reason that is ultimately beneficial. Yes, because that's very more. It's much more specific than do well, things happen. Well, it doesn't necessarily. I guess doesn't necessarily uh, beneficial, but like it happens, and then how you react is, I guess. I feel like that's just life is what you make of it, though. Which is I mean, yeah, so I guess it, it, it's uh, similar. Yeah. Which is not the same thing <laughs> yeah. as like just like pre-described fate. Which no, is, yeah, I don't think I don't think there's definitely necessarily. Which is more what fate. I was going for. You were you going? No, for, he was going to counter with that. It's what? he doesn't believe in pre-described fate. No, but oh. so I mean so, I don't, but yeah. <laughs> Wait, so so were you going for like is everything? predetermined yeah. or does you do your choices is there free will is that the question you're kind of okay it's like i mean you have free will but it's like what's that meant i mean that's a question you can never answer because there's not an answer to that question really unless you i don't think it matters i guess if you have free will like i think it's fun to think about whether you do or not but ultimately you feel like you have free will which is i think good enough right mm-hmm. uh fair like I, I i tend to identify with uh with Cypher uh, from The Matrix. Uh, <laughs> I literally didn't ask if we were in The Matrix. I'm glad you brought The Matrix into this. I've well, like, thought about The Matrix uh, multiple times during this yeah, I've thought podcast. About, yes, exactly. Uh, 
Well, it's because you brought it up at dinner or something like True. that. And then that set the stone in motion, right? Because you could only be thinking about, like, 20 things, you know? And, like, on your back burner and you're like... I mean, I'm always thinking right? about the Matrix, so. <laughs> That's always one of your 20 things. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Our top 10 uh, the trilogies or movies, so listen to that in our one of our episodes. Right, continue on. Did you ever see that... It was a show and it was a movie, and it was called Osmosis Jones? Yep. Yeah, we, we watched it in school. Do you remember the yeah. episode of it where the kid gets into smoking and then they have their brain and it's got like these five or ten things in it and then like smoking like slowly replaces all of the things? Oh, actually it didn't see that. I didn't know. I watched a movie. You watched <laughs> yeah, a movie. Oh, you watched the... Okay, yeah, I watched the show. This was one of the show. I don't even remember when I watched this show. It's been, but for some reason that's, that show is segment, or, uh, cemented into my brain. Uh, but that's that's, I that's like what that it's like though, yeah, you know? yeah. Uh, like you have these things you're thinking about and they're constantly sort of changing or whatever I think yeah. that was supposed to be more long term like all I think about is these nuts but it's like exactly yeah that's one of your slots you know <laughs> yep uh. <laughs> alright well I, I had one more question that I thought of okay do you have any conspiracy theories that you're just like you think they could be true who think they could be true or, or that you or, like just because you're quirky you want to believe in kind of thing I'm not, I don't believe in things just because they're quirky. Well, yeah, I will. But I do, I mean, I believe that a significant percentage of conspiracy theories are somewhere between rooted in some vague truth and actually clearly true. Um, so They have some meaning that they're based on, but then they got completely crazy kind of thing? Well, that's the thing, is that there are legitimate crazy people that yeah. live in that space and sure. they sort of muddy the waters because the, it just makes it challenging like like uh, aliens is a good example there's yeah. a lot of people there's like attention seekers um and then there, and there's people who actually got abducted by aliens um sure. and the question is are there any of the latter category or are they all the former category kind of thing but you, everybody knows that there are people who are alive. yeah like uh, i feel like there's <laughs> a handful of people who like b- firmly believe they've seen a ufo or something like that mm-hmm and they 100% believe that. Um, and that doesn't, like... It doesn't make them wrong or right. Cause it's just what they believe, honestly. I well, mean, mermaids are real, so... <laughs> oh, okay, they're... Well, you believe that, and you're firmly wrong. So Stop. I guess I rescind my statement. I think I tend to be more into the... The conspiracies that have to do in some way with the government or with the sort of world controlling powers yeah uh just because like i i feel like at every turn the the leadership of our country and presumably every other country is constantly proven to you know have more power and be influencing more things and be doing sketchier shit than anyone thinks is possible yeah and i feel like every time you see that they did this really sketchy thing the next assumption is okay. So what have they? What are they doing that's way sketchier than this that we don't even know about? Kind of. Pretty thing. much anything they tell you is never the full story. Yeah, uh, and you can see if you look at stuff like there's like a declassification process or something like that. Like um, I don't remember how many years, but like every so many years they like they declassify some portions of sure. files or whatever. Uh, and it's always like this super bad shit that we were doing where we were like murdering an entire native population to like get their bananas or something 50 <laughs> years ago in the Pacific, right? Yeah. And like, and we're definitely still doing that is the thing. Because that's the whole point of that 50 years is people are, aren't really mad about it anymore because it happened 50 years ago. But there's yeah. no way we stopped doing that since then. 
<laughs> the government wants their bananas. Oh yeah. Sure. <laughs> Gotta have the bananas. Very uh, valuable resource. <laughs> All right. I think we're ready for the final question points. Okay. Hit him with it. It's very exciting. This is really important. The, literally the biggest question. It's all. All these questions have yeah. led up to this question. It's. Uh, Who is your favorite member of Breakdown? There's only one choice here. Ooh. This is it. <laughs> Remember, the files are on my computer. I would definitely have to say Lance, because, you know, he does all the editing, and he's really great, and, you know, I generally just love him, so. He's really good at editing. What? Improve. Mm-hmm. So, any final words from Florian? Yeah, you want to plug anything? Uh, do I want to plug anything? Uh, so, you know, you guys, uh, I got this mini golf course. <laughs> it's up in East Tawas. It's a wonderful mini golf course. It's called Hubie's Wonder Golf. Our mascot is this sort of rotund, like, balding 50-year-old guy uh, who's, like, he's really happy about himself, and he's kind of, he's playing some mini-golf, and he's just hanging out. Uh, he's kind of creepy. <laughs> and he's kind of creepy, uh, <laughs> supposedly. Uh, but, um, yeah, if you want to come, if any if, if anybody comes to the counter at Hubie's Wonder Golf and says, uh, I heard you on Breakdown with Blake and Lance, uh, I'll have a sweet prize for you. Dude, so, honestly, oh, if, someone like goes, uh, if someone does yeah. that... <laughs> and there's probably uh, someone out here who has gone past or around East Alas. True. So, you know? Could be anybody. Alright. <laughs> well, thanks for listening, guys. We'll have another banger episode next week. Of Blake. course. I just want to say, we want to thank Florian for coming all yeah. the way down here just to be on our podcast. Yeah. Only he only came down here to be on our podcast. The only reason he heard it was a very prestigious honor, and yeah. uh, he came. Yeah. And yeah. I, yeah, I've always wanted to be on this podcast. It's been my dream ever since the first time this podcast. Ever since he was a little boy, he just oh, yeah. wanted to be That's, on our podcast. Yeah, yeah. that was. Yeah. I was yeah. like six. You're very insightful <laughs> guest. You know, I learned so much. It we also we learned some things that we didn't like about you, but. <laughs> It's mainly about marshmallows, but that's fine. We can end the podcast. And now. the pineapple. Don't forget about the yeah, pineapple. Yeah. <laughs> Message us if you're if you're a marshmallow roaster or a burner. There's only one right answer. Choose wisely. Bye.